Welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, the video game music podcast. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. This is episode 12-9 of our video game music podcast. It's a podcast where we we just listen to music from video games <laughs> from the past and the present, and we have a great time talking about it. Sometimes even from the future, which for the record... I think I'm going to call that in the contention one of these. I'm going to play a track from the game from that hasn't come out yet. Yeah, we should do that, like un- <laughs> unreleased games. Um, so let's just get right into it. This week's topic, we're talking Mega Man. We have never done a Mega Man, except for... Um, we had the initial episode where we recorded it and then never released it. Yes, and then we did a, a boss battle challenge, and then um, and then we did the network battle. It was, like, was it called network battle? It was... Mega Man Battle Network. Battle Network. Oh my god, I never even played those games. Mm. But they're so good. But we're doing the Mega Man Focus with um, a member of the Mega Man Focused band, uh, Josh Breeding from The Megas. Josh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, guys. Oh my god. It's funny, I'm usually the one doing the air horn, so... You're in good company, and I might be a little overpowered on the air horn spectrum. It's good to have an air horn buddy on the the show. Oh man, air horns are the best. (laughs) Um, How's there no air horn? Actually, if if, if you're looking for an air horn player, you know, look no further. Uh (laughs) I think it's pretty cool. Interesting. (laughs) I will say something pretty cool about the fact that you're on this episode, because last week we had Viking Guitar on, and Viking Guitar was like one of my, like, if I get a band on the show, it's got to be Viking Guitar someday. And I'm pretty sure that the Megas is in the Rob spectrum for that exact same concept. Yeah. the my, I've always been fascinated and really in love with video game music from since I was a kid. and then But I didn't really start rediscovering it again until after I heard um, the Megas. It was um, the Mega Man 2 album that you guys did. Get Equipped? Get Equipped, yeah. And I was like, wow, this, this is really... Cause, Something about adaptations on music, but like let's let's talk about um, the band really quick. So, uh, Josh, what's what's kind of your role in the group, and and how do you guys get together? Uh, my role in the group, um, I guess, uh, I sing and and uh, help write the songs and mm-hmm. play guitar. Um, Eric Eric started calling me the front man, <laughs> so <laughs> so I guess that's where I stand. And and we get together. We used to, me and Eric used to live together, and Eric's the other guy. He's the oh. really blonde uh, guitar player in the band. All right, I'm paying and, um, Got it. He's he's sort of like the the brain in a way. Like he um, uh, he's like on the on the technical side. He coordinates like so much um, with the the sound of the megas and our production and everything. And then um, some of the the silly nerdy concepts you know like the video game references and stuff come from mostly from from me and then uh and then greg schneider who he plays bass in the band and wears a hat much of the time he um if you can picture him in your brain um he uh he uh he helps he's sort of like the nerd police so he'll like (laughs) He'll sort of like put us in check whenever we like don't reference something properly or, you know, reference something too obviously. You know, he'll be like, oh, God, everybody does that. You got to admit, though, as humorous as it sounds by title, he Mm -hmm. is doing you guys a huge solid on that because, you know, (laughs) if you miss any beat, the fandom verse would probably be 
pretty harsh as far as the internet goes. So he's yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. Our fans are the most critical, <laughs> or not ours specifically, but I feel like our world. You know, like it's just. I think we've we've consolidated what we love and what we know we love to su- such an extent now, like as a group and as geeks and whatever we call ourselves that it's like you're like oh this is this sucks like you instantly know when you hate something you know <laughs> i don't know it's all and it's always extreme to see this is the best song ever or this is the yeah. most awful song i've ever heard it can't be the song sounds good but it lacks a click on the second course like, it <laughs> yeah. can never be it can never be structured criticism it's always extremes it, uh, the one that annoys me actually is not so extreme. It's just the one. It's when some people say cringy or cringeworthy. Oh, I'm like, oh, oh, oh come on! Yeah, like get over yourselves, right? Like someone has <laughs> to be sitting there in their chair. The song comes, and they're just sitting there convulsing and twitching. My like, God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad we're all on the same page. I mean, people, people type that. I'm like, you have never had fun in your life. Like monocle shattering yeah, all over the place. Just, just like let it, let it go and have a good time. But yeah. um, but no, I, I think like um, as far as like musically, um, um, the arrangements of of the Mega Man songs that you guys done have, have, have just been really interesting to me because the music itself is, is is rock music, right? Like it's 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 pretty awesome, like rock and stuff. But then like you break apart, like oh, this is going to be the verse, this is going to be the chorus, and it's just it's just very natural. Thanks. Yeah, it's hard. It, it like. <laughs> I, I, I learned that more and more like we've been delving into some newer stuff and and uh, you know you want to shake up the formula and change stuff but you know you're stuck with such a limited palette you know you gotta you got this like these four tracks and it's 8-bit and you gotta like kind of think outside of the box like is that guitar or right. is that synth or what does that do right you're talking about the, the four voices of the uh, the nes uh, hardware right yeah yeah like square triangle and you know and noise or whatever the tracks <laughs> are called but yeah we'll split them up and we're always kind of like okay so this is sort of like the percussion track here or you know this is sort of like the bass line or maybe this could be the, a vocal melody of some sort like it's hard because you want to you want to do justice to the song but you also want to put your spin on it yeah the um yeah it's 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 oh it's interesting to me too when i hear uh, a track from your band that also contains a, a keyboard i'm like okay now now they're adding a keyboard to it and everyone else is like like swapping off of like the main melody or, or whatever mm-hmm. yeah like i think we wanted to I, what i loved about the video game songs is they they always have this at least with Mega Man songs is they always have this um they always have like a really hooky melody. It's yeah. such a like a, you know you can sing it to some degree, and um, or at least for me, like a lot of the songs that you know uh, on the the Mega Man that I would play, mm-hmm. and um, and so like the, it's 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 easy to like loop those parts, but sometimes that loop is so short, and you're like, where would that loop go if it was longer, yes. or what? You know, or what is it hinting at? Is there something, is this referencing another song, like, or more, you know? Um, and so, and sometimes we'll stretch songs and be like, you know, this sort of sounds like a beginning to an epic song. Let's make it more epic, mm-hmm. you know? And um, So it's kind of like, yeah, you just got to kind of stretch things or put in uh, new stuff or try to envision where it was trying to go or mm-hmm. I don't know. You gotta, gotta, you gotta think outside the box. Oh, I like that. I, I, I love that explanation because that, that's, that's how I feel. Like when I hear 
that's what I love about arrangements and, and, um, and video game like cover bands and stuff, especially when they expand on the original idea. Yeah, it's always nice when you see a track where you know the original recording is like 45 seconds long and the song is five minutes. How do they do that? How do they stretch this? And they pulled off magic. Well, let, let's listen to some classic tunes. Um, we picked we picked from Mega Man's from all over the place. Like we didn't just stick with the uh, the NES. We want we a little we did a little dancing here and there. I, and I, dug, and fro, yeah, I didn't I didn't I haven't really played um, a lot of the Mega Man's past the Super Nintendo. So I, I dug a little deeper too from for myself. Yeah. But why don't you start because this is an odd numbered episode. Oh me? So it's odd Pernell. Oh yeah. <laughs> a day. So I'm going to go with I actually think I did a remix of this in a previous episode, but I figured this is a good excuse to put the original track on the episode. Um, I'm going to start with the Jet Stingray theme from Mega Man X4, composed by Toshihiko Horiyama. You are jet rasting, jet, jet blasting. <laughs> Speaking of editing, a buh. Anyway, you are jet blasting out to the Jet Stingray theme from the game Mega Man X4, composed by Toshihiko Horiyama. Uh, this is probably my favorite track from Mega Man X4, hands down, no question. Though it's also probably my least favorite stage in the game, because you spend the whole blasted thing on that stupid bike, which is odd because coming from the Ugh. Super Nintendo games... I would have thought I would have wanted a stage that was nothing but the bike. After doing Overdrive Ostrich's level... Well, what did they do different? Because... Nothing! It's just... No. <laughs> there's no platforming. It's just riding the bike. Like, I like... Is it like sewer surfing, you know? Where it's like... It's like the turtles, but now they're just, just standing on a, on a surfboard. Well, that's the thing, though. <laughs> when it comes... Like, when you compare, say, the sewer surfing or Hyperstone or the whatever, the, the futurist Neon Knight Riders levels, the turtles, not much really changes because, yeah, it's scrolling... But the scroll is the level is controlled by when you beat the enemies. So you'll just have foot soldiers sliding in on boards, and until you beat them, the level doesn't quote unquote move on. Right. But with this, to me, a lot of what makes Mega Man X so great 
is the fast-paced platforming, the dashing, the wall jumping, yeah. and all of that, the blasting action. But the bike levels in these games, they don't feel like that. It's just a forward momentum level where you don't really have control over your own progress and pacing, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of stuck dashing through boxes and using a gun that's not strong enough. You ultimately feel like you're not playing Mega Man, as you're playing some... Auto-scroll? Like, like... Yeah, you're oh, actually that's... riding the bike through uh, the stage, so well, like, that's, that's not cool. But the music is cool. Like, yeah, this music is great. Yeah, and you love be... that, like, that kind of, like, fast riff. Oh, yeah. It, it, it makes you feel like you're onto something. <laughs> you're blasting through all obstacles that come to your way, and then you get to the end of the level, and you fight this boss who honestly wishes his world was a platform stage, too, but couldn't quite make the cut. <laughs> so... You just make do. But yeah, I, I love this jam, and it was easily the level that I would play the most when I first got X, Mega Man X4 because, another fast fact, I didn't like X4 that much. It was a weird... I can't know. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm not sure if you've played it or not or if you've played it, Josh. But uh, I felt like coming from X3, the transition to the loading between every half, like the half of the stage, and that off-putting Mega Man voice... <laughs> I've heard I've heard about that. Do you, do you how do you feel about the Mega Man voice, Josh? Uh, I remember I remember being really bad, <laughs> but I also remember it like the I think I was Mega Man Eight before it was it was, and like the voice casting and that was just the worst. <laughs> And so it wasn't like they raised the bar or anything. You were just like, oh, okay, I guess they hired somebody. You were hoping they'd improve it. Like, okay, well, they they screwed up 8, but they're not going to mess up X because X is the man. How can you do this wrong? And he's like, the the performances in 8 sounded like they just found people in the office. (laughs) Hey, I know you get like $8 an hour mopping the floor, but do you want to make an extra Rita's Water Ice? To do this voice for this character in the game, that'd be cool, right? It's like yeah, a- like Doctor Light. Remember, you know, uh, uh, what do you got? Uh, uh, Doctor Wily, Doctor. <laughs> like he had this like speech impediment. Like what? It was the worst. It was Elmer Fudd at the scientist. <laughs> yeah, and it was X Four X Four? He had like a female, like a, a woman's voice as a yeah. as a. Yeah, who's just like, hey, what's going on, guys? Time to get serious. Just like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it works. I mean, like, Goku is voiced by a woman in Japan. They they managed to pull it off. I think Luffy's the same way, voiced by a woman. So it can work. So no one's putting that down. It's just, if you got to find somebody, at least find somebody that's fitting for the part. Mega Man is supposed to be this tough, peacekeeping robot who isn't necessarily like muscle man, like, hey guys, let's do this thing. <laughs> but he should at least kind of have a... Well, uh, maybe X should sound like that. No, he shouldn't. Yeah. No. You know what would be sick? You know what would be a, like a really sweet casting, imaginary casting, is if like uh, they cast, uh, I know he's dead, but like Michael Jackson. Like, <laughs> so if you had like a high voice, but at least like it's uh, a, like somebody with some sort of like rock and roll yeah. cl- like yeah, cloud. He's like, Time to get serious. Time to get uh, tornado. Like when he's shooting the the blaster, yeah. that'd be great. Mega Buster. <laughs> Come get your Buster. All right, so we're talking about Mega Man Eight. I picked a track from Mega Man Eight. Oh, because I've never played Mega Man Eight, and I wanted to explore that. Please be Search Man. Yes, it's Search Man. Are you serious? Yeah, but, yeah. God, they were in sync. Yeah, we're you're, we're in sync, dude. <laughs> so I picked a uh, search man for Mega Man Eight for the PlayStation, composed by Shinji Amagishi, Siyasaku Uchiyama, and T Kawakami.
You're listening to Searchman from the game Mega Man 8 for the Sony PlayStation, composed by Shinji Amagishi, Siyasaku, Uchiyama, and T. Kawakami. Um, and yeah, you could probably hear this maybe while you're getting dressed in like a really nice clothing store. <laughs> <laughs> or uh... <laughs> Swank. Yeah, it's I like, like that song a lot, actually. You know, I, it's funny taking that song and not seeing the stage in front of me mm-hmm. and just taking it as a song by itself. It, that was such a cool track. Actually, that makes me think. Hold on, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know what the stage is. You don't either? No. So you I, both should describe. What do you think his stage is? Right, I'm a ma- Wait, okay. no, well, I've played it, so it's Search Man, right? Because yeah. I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just listening to the song. It's just cool because I didn't particularly like that game, but I'm like, oh, this song's great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so is it like, um, I'm imagining like, um, with that synth sound, I can imagine like neon lights. So maybe it's like um, dark with like uh, bright blue elements. And um, is this one of those stages where like it goes completely dark and then it like shines again it's almost funny because you I'm just described the exact opposite of the level so, uh, <laughs> yeah search... isn't it isn't it like outside or something yeah it's like a robo zoo like you're essentially what? walking through like a jungle that's kind of like a forest preserve so oh, no. you got the blue right in the sense that there's a blue sky and oh. there's no neon lights but why is it why is, why is he search man because he's like a camouflaged guy and his uh, his attack is a, a homing missile <laughs> Search missile or something like that, like and he's kind of funny because since we were earlier talking uh, about yeah. how ridiculous the voices in the games are, all the bosses. Oh, first and foremost, oh, wait, the bosses Man, talk too. Yes, oh, this, awesome. to me, Mega Man Eight <laughs> was a departure from what I think of when it comes to Mega Man, both in like audio and also just general experience in a lot of ways. And that wasn't that was very much so true when it came to some of the character voices. Like Search Man had two heads, so they, and they had different personalities. So the huh. one guy was like, "Come on in, rock on, party," or some weird nonsense <laughs> statement like, oh, "Here's the target, want to find him?" Yes, and they just talk before the boss fight starts. And as you shoot them, they have like like, like cartoony groans and muffs. Um, but the stage, I will say, the stage itself wasn't all that bad. It was a pretty interesting level. And it was one of the only tracks musically that I actually came to appreciate because maybe Josh can agree with me on this since he played the game as well, but did you feel that a lot of the music worked better when you weren't playing the game? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the game... That's a shame. It's nice. Like, I think what's great about video game music is you're connecting, you're connecting um, a task with, a, you know, a song and an experience, but... With this game, like the experience and the game was, just, you were like, ugh, the whole time. Yes. It was hard to, you, it's hard to appreciate the music. They didn't go hand in hand together. It was like, and it, also you'd re, you die so much in that game that you listen to the song a lot, so you just associate it with bad things, you know? <laughs> it's like the opposite of like what you'd want. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's just, the, like, when you think of any other Mega Man game that comes prior or post Mega Man 8, it's completely different. This style stands out from the rest, and it doesn't match the tone of the kind of game you're playing. Like, maybe Aquaman's, I guess, because you're underwater. It's probably kind of serene and blissful. I don't know. And robots can't drown, so that's great. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I just I could not get into this. Like, I keep telling myself, go back and revisit. Maybe you'll appreciate it more in the, in the future. But, hey, oi. Not so much. And, of course, again, Mega Man's voice wasn't so great on this either. 
But now we do have to propose the question that we brought up earlier in the show because it'd just be kind of funny to ask. Let's start out there. <laughs> sexiest robot master. The sexiest of the robot masters. Sexiest. Sexiest. And do you mean like uh, like Patrick Swayze sexy? Because <laughs> self-interpretation, he, man. You gotta go with the He's flow. the sexiest man like on that ever was, in my opinion. But, I, you know... Um, I think female sexiest, though, narrows it down considerably. <laughs> Goes down to like one. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, the newer, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I think, yeah, I think uh, sexiest robot master would have to be the um, fish lady. Uh, fish lady. Uh, splash, woman. splash woman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I was going to go with Top Man, but that's all right. I guess watch. Well, well, did I, you guys see the uh, there? There's like adult fan art of her like floating around on the oh, internet. Of course, like, Rule Thirty. Somebody, yeah, somebody <laughs> sent it my way. Like the day they announced her character, somebody like, hey, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> like, how long did it take you to draw this? Like, I didn't draw that, man. It was done by someone else. Sure, it was. Yeah, sure, it was. Get it ready. It's like less than 24 hours since they announced the character. <laughs> the turnaround time is insane. Quick, yeah. draw us out of boobs. All right, what's what's it going to be? <laughs> and then you work you work your way out from there. Yeah. See, now I'm trying to think of who would be the sexiest from the Patrick Stewart persuasion. Patrick Stewart, Patrick Swayze, man. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, oh, Patrick Swayze. Too, I don't know, Patrick Stewart yeah, yeah. for me, though. He's got okay. the All right, so what, debonair. Which robot master show. is more Patrick Stewart? <laughs> more Patrick Stewart. I almost want to say Swordsman. Swordsman? Yeah, Swordsman. maybe Swordsman. <laughs> That's right, I said Swordsman. Because the gay says Swordsman, but he says Swordsman. And, when it's, and it doesn't make sense any other way to me now. <laughs> so it's like, to me, it's definitely the case. But uh, admittedly, I might have to revisit that later. I'm like, I just realized I totally forgot about Centaur, man. Which really Ooh. is not suave. He's just a fan. He's just the the splash woman for the other, just, end the, sec- of the other end of the spectrum. He's there. just pure masculinity. I mean, this is true. Yeah. Galavant doesn't have that doesn't have that Patrick Swayze finesse. <laughs> um, Sipping that tea. All right, let's move on to. We, we need to move on to your next track for now. <laughs> I said, well, we didn't pick it. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. My next track. Well, it's an obvious choice. Um, well, for me because I've been meaning to get this on the show for a very long time, and I feel like it's really underappreciated in the overall scope of the series. And that is the last Wiley theme track, Wiley theme three from Mega Man Three. And that's composed by Yasuaki Fujita, a.k.a. Bun Bun.
you're listening to the final Wily theme for Mega Man 3, a.k.a. Wily Theme 3, composed by Bun Bun Yasuaki <laughs> Fujita. Uh, this is a... I love how dark this is, because I feel like the um, when you get to the Wily stages of Mega Man 3, it gets, the music gets really intense, and you feel like really good, like, oh, you beat all the robot masters, and now it's like, it's time to kick some butt. And then you get to Wily 3, and it's like, everyone's already dead. My family's been murdered. You know, it's very, like, dark. Pretty much. I also refer to this track as Time to do the Taxes. Um, <laughs> in fact, it is the theme that will be pervading, pervading through my house soon as I have to do the taxes. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> It to me it it does it has like a level of stakes to this Mega Man that I don't think any of the other ones has actually carried through its music. Because um, if I remember correctly, the premise was that you were trying to collect essences or parts to build this peacekeeping robot between with Doctor Wily and Doctor Light working together to construct it. And of course, it's Mega Man, so Wily goes rogue and says, "Screw you, jerks! I was playing to rob you the whole time. That's what I do." So. In the end, the final battle is between Mega Man and this retooled peacekeeping robot named Gamma, and it's almost like the yeah. battle for world domination is at its peak, and you have to beat him with the crappiest weapon in the game as it goes and uh, being the top spin. So here's your debonair robot there, Rob. I, th- I, I love him. He's got flair. <laughs> he's, got a, <laughs> he's got a certain spin to him. Uh, but yeah, this track is spectacular. It only plays through, I counted, three rooms. Not even three stages, three just, rooms. Just three rooms. Yeah, like a screen, a screen, a screen. It plays on three screens. But it's so good that I remember playing to the end of Mega Man 3 at the very last doorway before Gamma and just staying there and letting it play. Like, I don't know if I want to go in there yet. I'm going to wait this out a bit. <laughs> Get tensed up for it. Wow. All right, I check. I, 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 I balance my checkbook. Debits and credits are all lined up. Got all my weapons charged up. Let's get in there. Yeah, this is like the you got time to go to work song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's take let's take this jerk out and go home. But uh, so on the the Mega's uh, um, it was a history repeating mm-hmm. album. Which which track was this? Do you remember? I I don't know if we did we do this track. Maybe not. We did we did a Gamma song, but I think we chose either the previous song or because is this dr wiley stage like the final boss wiley yeah it's like the you know, you know how the Mega Man levels at the end it's like here's a room where you can get some power-ups to boost your weapon meters and then go fight wiley yeah. Um, yeah there are two of those in this game unlike a lot of the other ones where there's just one room like that right, right. and this plays in both of those rooms huh. so that's all you get so i think a lot of people don't even acknowledge the track because you don't really hear it because you end up rushing to go fight the boss and there it is. It's done. I think maybe maybe you sped it up, and I have <laughs> I can't place it because I, I have yeah, a hard. Yeah, we may have put it in there. There, yeah. there's a few <clears throat> like there's in some of the songs we like mix in castle themes when we do something like on like during the um I what's what's the name of the song? It's called um I, uh, and I refuse to believe that song. Yeah, I refuse to like believe. Like we, like on the second chorus, and I don't remember if it ended up in the final song, but I think it's kind of in there structurally. Is the the it's based on a Dr. Wily or a, it's a boss fight song, and we kind of and the boss fight song and the Dr. Wily boss fight song are very similar. So we kind of like slipped in two different pieces at one point in one of the versions of the song so i don't it's hard to remember if it made it in but we like on the history repeating albums we tried 
we shoved in every nook of music we could because there's just so much content on that particular game. Yeah, the, the soundtrack is like almost twice the size of Mega Man 2. And then when I discovered that you guys did a double album, I was like, oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I, more, yeah, we had to try to make it easier on ourselves because <laughs> the original concept was a two disc album. And nobody deserves that, you know. So, <laughs> I, said, I do have a question. It just hit me. So, as intimate as you have been with these soundtracks due to composing tracks for them and then singing them and having a great time, what do you think is possibly the most underrated track from Mega Man? I'll stick with classic because it's probably easier to work it that way. Okay. But yeah. from the classic Mega Man line, what do you think is probably the most underappreciated of the bunch? Ah, Bubble Man. I love that song so much. Yeah. That song is so good. Yes, it and is. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's like just one of my favorite tracks of all time. I don't know why, but it's, I, it just, it always had like a certain, there was a, and the imagery of that stage too, like, I don't think Bubble Man was particularly cool, but it was a stage that was kind of easy to beat, uh, but still really difficult uh, with like all the insta, insta kills everywhere. And... <laughs> I will say Nintendo but, Power made it look really difficult <laughs> all the imagery of it. Yeah, yeah, but that song was just so... It had such a great hook, and it's one of the songs that I would love to just revisit again and again because it was always my favorite, so we did it really early on in the Megas, and now that we've gotten better at what we do and you know our production has gotten easier and better and all that, it's like, oh, man, we should go back and... Just redo everything. Let's redo everything, you know, because you just want to make everything sound great. Here's a thought. Have you guys thought about doing, like, a weird, like, sort of mega mashup of sorts? Like, a dream Mega Man game of sorts where you take eight robot masters from across all the games, you choose them at will, and you throw them into the album. Like, Dr. Wally got a little weird one day (laughs) and just started throwing robot masters from all of his collections at one time at Mega Man to see if he could throw them off his game. And you could revisit songs with new lyrics and stylings hmm. using your, you know, your newfound, you know, improved skills from experience. It'd be like a Mega Man ROM hack. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, anything's possible. We, it, it has to be. It has to be. Uh, it has to make sense in our brains, I guess, yeah. from a storytelling point of view. And then it has to be fun and awesome and attracts. You know, I think the the difficult part with the the video games is like we we would always go at it with like okay let's do the entire game like from beginning to end because conceptually it's so fun to tell a game from beginning to end as like a soundtrack or as a story mm-hmm. um, and uh, so when you mix in all the different characters you know I guess it's cool because like when you're singing about each boss individually I guess it doesn't matter so you could we could just do a best of but I miss those Dr. Wily songs that are kind of like the bookends to the story. Yeah, yeah. One thing that just clicked in my head would be if in this mashup you took, you had like unique guys from across the games, but in one instance, for example, let's take Bubble Man because you already mentioned him. Bubble Man and another water boss from another game get lumped in the same game. And oh, both of them are, are arguing, or not arguing, but they're singing about why they're the one that deserves to drown Mega Man like over the other. What it was, a Dude, bull, bull man, I'll one-up you. What if 
Yeah. What if we did a whole album of water-themed Mega <laughs> characters? Oh, that'd be slick! And yeah, uh, and just do, like, EPs, where it's like, okay, here's the fire EP, here's the water EP. Oh, man. You know, here's air EP, <laughs> here's... That would you know, be whatever. Slick. That'd be great. The, uh... You guys, I think we might have just figured out the new Megas project. <laughs> I go live. That actually is a pop up. I'm going to smile from ear. You're like, oh my that god, they great. actually went with it. <laughs> guys, with it. I gotta call the guys. Uh, I gotta sign up. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like such a cool idea, though. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's a, you know, that's a good. I'm glad. Who came up with that? Was that me or you? I can't. That's great. I think we now should you write that down. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure you came up with that because you did the one up component. It's like, how right. about we do all from the element? Yeah, you one upped it. So it's still, it's, it's, it's still, it's still your intellectual property. I'll be blind. Even, even if it wasn't, I wouldn't even come. Like, look, I just, I'm just happy that it, I said something and it worked. <laughs> I wouldn't even care. I'd be happy. But I'm like, writing it down in my computer right now. Air, water, fire, EPs. That's just such a good idea. Yes. It works. There we go. And I'll be right there listening to the one they're written, too. You know it. Yeah. Well, you know, the the hard one would be Skullman, because we get so many requests for Skullman, huh. and it would have to be, like, the Death EP, or just, like, <laughs> other EP, like, yeah. whatever the weird ones are. It turns into, like, Pokemon, where it's, like, you have to, like, I don't know what, the, what they would... What, what are the ghost, ghost type. Ghost type, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, ghost type. <laughs> like, I, like, Dr. Wally made me. I have no idea why. <laughs> yeah, what am I? <laughs> I like you. Like Doctor Wiley got weird. Doctor Wiley got a little drunk. He was mourning the loss. Took all of, the parts, put them together, and was like, "That's that's pretty cool." Yeah. Do, you know, he actually did like Doctor Kosak, but he didn't know how to express his friendship. So instead of you know befriending him in the normal way, he stole his he stole his daughter and blackmailed him instead, <laughs> and uh, decided that for some reason he needed to have a robot design after skulls. And that just kind of comes from his loss, <laughs> the death of friendship. I don't know. Something he's like, he's like, like he's like obsessed with death. <laughs> I like that. I mean, we can all agree that Doctor Wiley is a complicated person. Yes, he know? is. Who has somehow <laughs> acquired a source of unlimited funding? I, I I don't know. I think I think he's like Doctor Doctor Robotnik. Like it was just already there. He's it's like it's like Legos. And he's just putting them together. <laughs> No man, it costs money. Like no, Mega no. Man blows up a castle right. every game. All right, I, exactly. But I have I have thoughts about this. I have, I have some thoughts. So let's get into the next track. We'll talk about this. Um, I chose from a newer Mega Man, Mega Man Ten. Ooh, is it um, Solar Man? It's Blade Man. Nuts! <laughs> you almost had it. Um, Blade Man for Mega Man Ten. Uh, this is on a bunch of systems. Blade Man is literally one tile over from um, Solar Man is one tile over from Blade Man too. So I was close. You were, yeah. It's uh, Mary Yamaguchi, Minami Matsume. Mm. Yes.
Oh, I love the soundtrack so much. <laughs> this is uh, King this is of Blade. King of Blade. That's the name of the, of the actual song, right? They actually, uh-huh. gave, they've been, uh, actually gave the, the tracks names. This is uh, King of Blades, Blade Man's theme from Mega Man 10, composed by Mari Yamaguchi and Manami Matsume. Oh, that's so good. This is actually the first boss in the game that I beat, and I'll also double down and say that this is the best weapon in the game, which comes close to lining up with how I feel about the Metal Blade in 2. It's just, mm-hmm. and also, what was it? it was like another weapon in nine that I thought was really spectacular. Probably the laser trident. They were fun. I felt like they, they took like the essence of Mega Man in, in these newer ones and said, you know, let's just like give you the, these fun weapons, really challenging stages and bosses, and just you know go to town. And I, I loved it. And then and they just brought the music in kind of a throwback kind of way, mm-hmm. but like they're clearly a lot longer than the original NES tracks, and they just go on for these long little like these little sections. It reminds me a lot of um. What they did with Shovel Knight. That actually makes sense because Shovel Knight. Actually, I was listening to that the other day while for shoveling snow. <laughs> um, friend of mine suggested I knew you it. would. You were like, we got all this snow the other day. And you're like, for great shovelry. Because <laughs> like a friend of ours suggested, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to it now because he just <laughs> threw it at me. But uh, I think my favorite track in this game as a whole, and I'm probably going to have to bring it up on the show at some point unless we've already done it, which I don't think we did, is uh, Solar Man, hands down. He is also probably my favorite fire boss of the bulk, which that would be one for the fire album too. Oh, so like, yeah. there you go, Solar Man, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With gravity, man. That, yeah. I remember that song being kind of metal too, wasn't it? It was kind of like, yes, it's very rocky. It, it pushes you like, it would be a great. That would make a great metal remix actually, because they pretty much do a lot of the work already. It's mm-hmm. just slapping the guitars on there and going to town. Yeah, I feel like um, with like with Mega Man Two and Mega Man Three, like they composed the music. I think it was for Mega Man Two when um, they went to the composer and they said, "No, no, no, we don't want this to be as kitty. You know, this is a tough game and it's Rock Man. You know, it's going to be you know tough rock music." Now, like we're like Mega Man Nine and Ten, they're like, "Okay, we know we're going to make rock music. We're going to make something adventurous. We're going to make something you know heavy, but still use like you know four voices." I said, "He just had another idea." They had the since they did the revival of Mega Man, of course. Um, I think there are still room for new Mega Man bosses. I think there is going to always be room for new Mega Man bosses. But can you think of a Mega Man boss that hasn't been done yet that you think would be an awesome one? Okay, now here's here's this this is this was like a Nintendo thing, like a Nintendo Power thing. Yeah, they yeah. Had to create your own boss. Create your own boss. Did you did you did you participate in that, Josh? <laughs> No, I never knew it was a thing for like the longest time. I didn't know about it till uh, I think post college or during college when I really got back into video games. Like, um, I remember being like, "Wait, this was a contest, and I didn't know about it." Yeah, I can't remember who all came from. I know Nightman was a was a, a one of the winners from that. Like, I think it was Nightman and Centaur Man. Were, I, did, I didn't have that an, a Nintendo at that time, but like I was like reading my friends' Nintendo powers, and I, I put one in. Who was yours? Plunger Man. <laughs> plunger man, <laughs> that'd be like a cool weapon. You can shoot plungers, and then maybe like, like it would be like quack shot. You know, you got know a funny thing. It didn't come from a boss, but they did that. There was a I can't remember what the weapon was called. It had some corny name like the super like the super shot or something like just a flat oh, name. Oh yeah, but it was, yeah, an it was like an item. Yeah, it was an item gun, and you fired the plunger at the wall, and it stuck, and you could use it to climb up ledges just like in Quackshot. 
and it was a pretty useful gun. Do you think like they, they got my letter, but then they're like, this is a great idea, but we shouldn't use it now because it's too good. <laughs> we got to hold this bad boy back. <laughs> Probably. Did you have an idea for one, Josh? We got plenty no, of here. No, I never did. You know, I, I, I think, I think the obvious choices were things like Nightman and like Yamato Man, which is basically like a samurai and stuff. Like I thought those were always really cool. I thought they, they need more of those where it's like Spartan Man or you know different different fighters from different eras. They kind of did that in what six, where they're all kind of, but they had Plant Man, which is like what, what what's that one? Yeah, they could have done better with his weapon too. Just another shield. It could have uh, been great. Oh, they could have went like on the deep end and been like a basketball man. You know? huh? Oh yeah, because they had baseball or strike man, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. strike man oh, was strike in man. ten. Yeah, yeah, Literal right. baseball, a walking baseball. <laughs> <laughs> sports. <laughs> <laughs> the level itself was sports. You were firing. You were fighting baseballs and basketballs and not basketballs. Baseballs and football, I know for a fact, were on the stage. So Dr. Wiley's running out of, like, parts, and he's like, okay, I got this uh, mascot from, like, the Dodgers. This decommissioned <laughs> playground I have ownership of. I don't know who left it to me, but whatever. I got an idea. The game, that level is like a metaphor for my whole, like, junior high, high school career. It's just avoiding sports, trying to get through the stage <laughs> without getting hit. Dodging footballs and this. God, it won't stop bouncing towards me. What is the deal with this thing's trajectory? I don't know. There's all a... of this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> There's that one time they cloned all the Mega Mans and they played soccer. Oh, that was a weird that, game. That Mega Man but I loved game. it. I loved it. Even as terrible as it was, I loved it. Yeah, I grew up in a sports house, like like a sports house. And my, my like my father, my brother, my, my family was always really into football and stuff. But I liked I liked a lot of sports video games um, growing up, even though I really hated watching it on TV or, or being involved in them. Well, I think um, that plays a, does a, works well though in a sense because. While I wasn't much into, like, say, like, the EA sports games, a lot of the cartoony sports games, like oh, yeah. Doug, like Hit the Ice and uh, Mario, all the Camelot sports games I was a big fan of. Um, Mega Man Soccer, Track and Field, oh, sweet diggums, yes. They were great <laughs> games. Um, what was, like, Super, Super Strike Volleyball? Yeah, yeah. Super Strike V-Ball was great. Oh, that was V-ball. a great soundtrack. Yeah. Super Dodgeball. Yeah. See, we're, see, there was tons of sports games that we're all talking about. And we can we can both you know work you know feel what Joss was saying about not being down with sports and trying to avoid them and you want to deal with all that nonsense, but the games work. Yeah, they just do. Um, well, I mean, like they, I feel like again, like they take it down to the essence of like like the original the original games anyway, like that with the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo games. They're like, okay, let's just take it down to like what the core of this game is and make that really fun. And that core is that Konami whistle sound that seemed to be in all their sports games. Heck yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they got around to say, you know, that sounds like cheering to us. Let's just put that in every game we ever make. <laughs> um, but it's synon- for me, that's like a, that's a synonymous as like the Mega Buster Pew Pew shot for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the, the Blades of Steel, like intermission stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention before we forget, I did have an idea for a Robot Master. I don't know why it came to mind recently, but it did. Soprano Man. <laughs> Ooh, like a mobster? A little bit of Colin May and a little bit of Colin B. Oh, like, There's like, the mobster and the high-pitched vocal. An opera criminal. Yes. <laughs> he'd, it'd be spectacular. Or, or, a, or he's a big saxophone. Oh, yeah. mess. That'd be legit. It'd be a singing mobster saxophone, and the stage would be a club. He's a woodwind robot master. <laughs> yeah, with a really nice Italian suit. <laughs> yes. Actually, someone has to draw that now. A saxophone wearing a really nice suit. Uh, 
It'd be great. It'd be awesome. It'd be fun and racist. No, it wouldn't be <laughs> racist. That's <laughs> classy, man. Classy. It's classy. 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 Yeah, suits are classy. Yeah, classy. very classy. But like, I think that would be my robot master in a sense. I think anything else beyond that would already been done or just be absurd, like Garbage Man or something. <laughs> He just throw garbage, garbage pill man? kids. Was garbage man, right? I no. think they did a junk man. No, it was junk man. Junk man. But garbage yeah. man would throw bags of trash and occasionally a garbage pill kid. <laughs> Alright, what what's your uh, you're on your third track, right? No, I didn't do a third. I didn't do a third track. <laughs> so, okay, my third track will be from also Mega Man 3. And because I'm on a Mega Man 3 kick today. And that is the Magnet Man stage. Yes. Composed also by Boom Boom. I'm just going to say it in as many different ways as I possibly can. Just a boom boom. Boom boom. Bun bun. by the Magnet Man theme from Mega Man 3 composed by a really bad pun. Also, Bun Bun. <laughs> also, <laughs> you know, we, we, we listen to a lot of music for the show um, all over the place. We tend, to, we tend to go for more obscure games, maybe Japanese games that don't haven't been released in the States. But then, like, I went back and I listened to the song again. I was like, this is amazing. This like, is this my... is this is like people love this song for a reason. It's so good. It's my favorite. I will say it's my favorite of the Robot Master themes in the game. It is it's also great. the first stage I ever played in Mega Man Three, and I feel like based on this episode, I may well have just solved the contention between which one is my favorite Mega Man game. It always was between three and four. I think I might just hammer down and say it's three and call you, it a day. I've heard you say four a little lot. Yeah, it's yeah. such a hard <laughs> choice. Because a lot of people say three, but three's great. Three's so much fun. It's always been between three and four. I played five as an adult for the first time. Funny thing, actually, I think Josh will get a chuckle out of this, too, because we were talking about how you die a lot in Mega Man games. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I had this weird issue when it comes to people saying, not that Mega Man games are challenging, but that they're mm. too hard. People like to say they're too hard, and thereby they are incapable of playing through them. And I always come back and say, no, they're not too hard. It's more about learning the stages and just kind of saying, okay, if I jump here, the gravity will flip and I'll die if I don't plan it. So you get better as you go, and then eventually you're just steamrolling through stages. But at first, you're getting knocked around. So it became a thing where I realized, like, you know, I never played through Mega Man 5 or Mega Man 6, and I'm a grown man. I've been playing games from, I've been playing Mega Man since I was a kid, but never touched these two. 
So it made a really good opportunity to show people, look, I've never even played these Mega Man games. I'm going to play them right now, and we're going to beat them to show you this is how it goes. And of course I was drinking, and I think in the case of Mega Man 5, I was actually at a BitGen Gamer Fest. And uh, I just sat there. No, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't BitGen. At Mega Man 5, it was at it was at DJ Cutman's Lounge Show in Philly years ago. Okay. But I was drinking. So I was also, you know, I had the drinker's coordination there. That's why I mentioned that. And even with all those factors in play... You still work your way through. I worked through it, played through the entire game in one sitting, and was like, this game is spectacular. I feel like if I played it back then, it might have been my favorite Mega Man game. It did a lot for stage design. The music is probably the top tier of the block. Um, especially Gravity Man. Oh, mercy. Oh, yeah. But like that, and I think I'm trying to remember when I played Mega Man Six Ultimate. But I think that was the one I played at a bit gen under the same pretense, of course. Right. And it was like this is this is where it's at. More, I need more of these. I need to get more Mega Man games, which is why I want more to come out now. Because I think so you were inebriation man. I was inebriation <laughs> man. <laughs> I feel like there's just a certain level of added challenge that comes from playing in that state. Like I'm not going to say like you know, <laughs> not, I'm not going to be like, hey man, I can't stand up straight. Time to put in Mega Man. Look, but man, my late nights playing Drunk Fighter Three online does not do good for my score, my online ranking. <laughs> oh no, no, I wouldn't play a copy of a competitive game. No, that no, way. no. But uh, but no, that's definitely uh, definitely definitely interesting. So I was thinking, um, so the Doctor Wiley's like. Like robots, like his parts. Like originally, it was Doctor Wily created these robots to help humanity, and they were like, you know, Cutman was just to cut down trees, or you know, they were all like designed to help people. And then uh, Wily took them and reprogrammed them and did some crazy stuff. Then started making his own. I think Doctor Light was like, oh, this is gonna help humanity, and builds like nuclear missiles and Yamamoto Man. And like, sort of like, passes them on to Doctor Wiley. <laughs> I hope he doesn't find them here. <laughs> I hope he doesn't use these terrible robots. That would be awful. Uh, uh, and it's like, ha, sucker, go take him out. Right? <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, I genuinely do wonder about some of those robot designs. Like, obviously, from the standpoint of Capcom designing them, it was more about, well, yeah, what's we're be- out of ideas. Let's just come up with some crazy robots yeah, and yeah. cool powers. What's going to be cool? Everyone, everyone, get together. What's cool? But in the world of Mega Man, <laughs> it's more about. What were you thinking when you made these robots? What was the purpose? What was the purpose behind Centaur Man? He pulls carriages. Like, I guess they want to do a Centaur Man. That'd be awesome. Like, maybe like Doctor Light's grandson was he, really into like Greek mythology. Wait, wait, when did they do Centaur Man? Six, six. Okay, and again, he was one of the one. He was one of the contest winners. So, I think. okay, so they would do a Centaur before they did a female boss. Well, they, maybe they got stuck with the idea of man, <laughs> rough, man, 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 man. Like, it was always man. And then one day Splash Woman came out, and not only was she a cool boss, but she has probably the best weapon in Mega Man 9 next to the Jewel Satellite. So, can't knock that so much. I mean, that's a pretty nice debut. I only wish Comet Woman was a real robot in this mainline series because yeah. Comet Woman is awesome and has a cool weapon. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of uh, uh, fan games and ROM hacks that we've actually talked about on the show because like, you're really into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not, Josh, have you played? Have you ever heard of or played Mega Man Unlimited by chance? Mm-mm. Oh, dude, you, you you have to try that game. It is some a guy named like this goes by like Mega Phil X. He made this game. It took him years. He actually made it. He actually started making it before Mega Man 10 got announced. And as a result of Mega Man 10 getting a formal announcement, he had to change one of the Robot Masters' names because he thought of it first. Um, 
Oh. Like basically Nitro Man. He had a guy named Nitro Man. Whereas Nitro in 10 is, you know, Nitro, you know, Nitro for like a bike or for speed. Nitro in his game was nitroglycerin for explosions. <laughs> so he had to change him to Tri Nitro Man. Oh, cool. But uh, it is a fan made game with a completely original roster of bosses. Mm. And the weapons are pretty swank. Uh, Comet Woman is the woman version of robot in that game that he created, and her weapon is an air dash that also launches beams in both directions, a vertical and horizontal, like both directions horizontal vertically, so up and down. Uh, and it's probably the best weapon designed. Just it's just really good. <laughs> it's a great weapon, and it's a great game. But uh, I'll take it. Sounds out sweet. It really is, and also I'll just take any opportunity to gush about Mega Man Online. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> But um, definitely check it out, man, if you have it. I think you'd like it. Absolutely. All right, we're going to get into the, our last classic track. This is also from Mega Man X4. The track I stole from Purnell. Yoinkage. Yoinked it right out of his, his um, Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is for the Sony PlayStation. Mega Man X4 Storm Owl. Composed by Toshihiko Horiyama. That was Storm Owl, and I love that he's an owl. I think that's like <laughs> Who? Storm yeah. Owl. Who? Storm yeah. Owl. Uh, for Mega Who Man. There? <laughs> for Mega Man X Four, composed by Toshihiko Horiyama. Hmm. So you were saying that the uh, the, the music 
well, for this game was like they they, they, oh, no, they not, no, not, no no that means that they they named things different. Oh no no right? not this game. It was just for some reason it came to mind because we were joking earlier, which we'll get into about the the out the storm connection right. between the two bosses, yeah, which attention. then led me to weird <laughs> boss names yeah. and like, like naming conventions. And then I remembered that X five had a really weird component where for some reason they decided that in the states version of Mega Man X five. They wanted to change all the boss names to references to Guns N' Roses, like Axel the Red and Duff McWhalen. And I have no idea why or how it even got to the point where they were able to give a name to each boss appropriately for that matter. But they pulled it off. But uh, I have no idea why they did that. Uh, so I read a follow-up um, like about that story, and they, they interviewed the people who did it. And they were they were Capcom USA. They worked, worked for Capcom USA, and they would translate the games that would come out of Japan. Basically, that's primarily what their job was. Mm-hmm. And um, there was these two. This is the way I remember it. Is there's two people that worked there. One was this chick, and one was this dude. And they ended up. They started dating, and I think they might be married now. I'm not sure, but they the girl. Uh, the female of the two, she's actually the real-life voice of Resident Evil 2's Claire Redfield. Oh! Um, I think she's either it's either her in that game or in um, the the follow-up, the uh, the one for Dreamcast. Oh, Veronica. Yeah, it's he, she's one of like the original Claire voices, and she worked at Capcom USA, and so like that's that's why some of the voice acting's bad in the Capcom games because they literally would be like, hey, um. Could you do Claire? You know, like all the <laughs> Could you stop programming for a bit and do a voice? Yeah, we don't have any money to hire an actor, but we like your voice. Come in here, you know. <laughs> and so, which explains a lot. And then, so the dude of the two, he was in charge of translating the uh, the Mega Man titles, and then they got Mega Man X Five, I think. And uh, he, somebody point his girlfriend at the time, who's Claire Redfield was like, hey, check it out, isn't that kind of funny? There, it's like there's a rose and you could do like Duff McWhalen for that guy. And then like, and then it, he took it from there oh, and he man. thought it was really funny. So when he translated it, he translated all the names in the game from, you know, Japanese or whatever the original text format was and put those names. But I, I bought the game and I remember it infuriated me because I was like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah, you know? I so like, who the hell is Duff McWhalen? This doesn't no! make any sense. <laughs> You, you know, pop music has tainted my game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know who Guns... I didn't. I wasn't big on Guns N' Roses back then, so up until I learned the connection later, my first thought, I didn't even know that there was a connection. I was like, why is he Axel the Red? Are these like Maverick names? Are they going full, quote-unquote, Maverick now? He is yeah. Duck McWhale, and that's his code name. Like, in your mind, well, you're trying I to do, piece it together. I started memorizing their original names, because, like, uh. I bought the, the PS1 disc, and it had the, in the instruction booklet, it had their real names. Uh. And and so I remember it was, like, Crescent oh, Grizzly was one of them. Or... Yeah, Crescent Grizzly was one. That's interesting. So, like, in-game, they translated it differently, but they kept the, mm-hmm. like, the, 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 the booklet the same? I didn't yeah, even realize. Yeah, so it's oh. only the text in the game, in the U.S. game translation, and then, like, yeah, the the insert for the PS1 <laughs> disc, it had all the original names, so I was like, I knew it! You know? <laughs> that is funny. Such a weird thing, like the Skyver. <laughs> like, yeah, Spiral Pegasus is the Skyver now. <laughs> I don't yeah. get any of this. I think his name was, like, Dive Pegasus is his real name. 
I, I, I want to say, I want to say, actually, I think it was Spiral. Like it was Spiral Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe it was Spiral. It was some. It was like his weapon. You know, kind of like Sting Chameleon and stuff. Yeah, like I, I don't remember all of their names, but I looked into some back when I realized that they had different names because it just, like, it just didn't make any sense to me. Like, it just did not compute. But yeah. I ultimately did find myself. Mm-hmm. I grew a little attached to how ridiculous they were. Most specifically, Duff McWhalen, though. Just <laughs> you, you, you can't hate that name. It's dope. It's too dopey to hate. Like, it yeah, transcended everybody likes awful. that name. <laughs> so good. All right. Well, the track is over. And we are going to get into the part of this show uh, we like to call the bonus round. Bonus round. <laughs> the bonus round is the part of the show where we play covers and arrangements and remixes based on our theme. And our theme this week is Mega Man. Our theme or this Mega week Men. is Mega Man. Over to you, Pernell. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually got a little nostalgic recently as I was trying to organize my room and I came across a treasure trove of CDs and discs that I didn't realize I had anymore because, you know, MP3s and lately. Oh, like, like, uh, like just music you've been collecting and burning and then just like. Just... No, these are albums I actually bought. Oh, cool. So of those albums, I did find my Get Equipped Megas album, for example, um, that I bought, which believe it or not, I'll go on to this in a second. I actually want to bring this up now. Um, I'm almost positive I met Josh <laughs> in the past. In fact, I'm, I know I met him. And it's one of those funny stories I have because he probably won't remember me because I was the lame guy. So. Um, it was a bit in, I want to say it was like eight or seven, a long time ago. And you guys came out to play cause you were on a tour. And after the bit gym, we went back to a friend's apartment and played, and they hung out. It was like a big party where I was playing video games and, you know, having beverages and the likes. And I was half asleep the whole day because I drove down from Delaware to hang out and I fell asleep on the couch Mm-hmm. And I remember being like waking up and the party was practically over. I was like, oh my God, all these bands and people were hanging out partying. And I fell asleep <laughs> on the couch in the middle of the party and no marker marks are on me anywhere. <laughs> I came out unscathed, but unfortunately double lame because I didn't interact with anybody. But you were actually at that bar. I was like, oh, cool. I'm hanging out with the megas, all these cool bands, whatever. But, um, one of the albums I bought possibly at that show also was the X Hunters. Um, so I went to look and to see, you know, what else have they done since that album? And I came across an interesting track that is based off of a boss that I've always been a fan of, and that is Blast Hornet from Mega Man X3. And this track is called Into the Hornet's Nest, composed by the X Hunters.
Rob <laughs> caught me way off guard. I'm sitting there eating creamy dill pickle potato chips. And that still does not sound appetizing. <laughs> but it's good. It doesn't make sense, but it works. Nuts and gum together at last. Hey, joke <laughs> all you want. I would eat the living daylights out of that product if it existed. <laughs> Listen to adults 18 to 35 years of age. It pays off sometimes. I'm sorry. What track were we listening to? Nuts and Gum, the jam. Also known as Into the Hornet's Nest, composed by the X-Hunters. It's basically the Blast Hornet theme from Mega Man X3. And, oh my God, they took that track and worked wonders with it. I love me some good rock. I love me some good metal. No need for growling, Rob. I like but it's funny. It's funny, but no. (laughs) And it's, it's heavy. It was definitely heavy. Like, I think it's funny while it was playing, Rob went, this is definitely a Purnell track. I'm like, I'm going to bet that yours is the polar opposite of this tune. A little bit. Um, so we were talking about Splash Woman. So mm-hmm. this is Mega Rands, uh, the nerd nerdcore hip-hop, hip-hopster uh, version of Splash Woman. It's just called Splash Woman. Uh-huh. I think he did the whole Mega Man 9 soundtrack. Like I think he did a, 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 a I think he did lyrics for every uh, robot boss. Oh, cool! In that case, let's this, have you, this it, track is hot. I love this track. Oh yeah, good. Yeah. Did you guys do like a crossover with Mega Ran or you think you mean? Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, we we had a <clears throat> one of the original versions of uh, the Metal Man song that we did. Mm. He basically. <laughs> He basically just rapped over it, you know, just took, he just added to it. So, but it was great. People loved it. And we, we played it live and people awesome. love it. Every, yeah, everyone I've ever played it. Like, I, I think I have a live version of us and in my car and every now and then it pops on and people, everyone always says the same thing. They're like, wow, that's great. I didn't know you had a rapper. And we're like, no. <laughs> we don't, we'd be, yeah, we'd be a lot cooler if we had him in our group. Yeah. Well, yeah. you gotta. Make, it makes me wonder, though. Like, given how Magfest has gotten to the point where, like, these guys are all—all all of you guys could just come together as long as you know the booking isn't overloaded, like it tends to get sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, would it be possible to even have like a combo set where it's like, look, we can play for this, and we'll play our set, and you can just freestyle over each level and see how you pull it. Just to- oh heck yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I'll do it. like if if that gets us to Magfest, then hell yeah. Yeah, you guys need to get there. I mean, I feel like it would be awesome to see you guys there. Totally. It's- yeah, I mean, we you know that's our that's our favorite place to play. So you know, I think there's definitely a chance in the future we'll be playing, but hmm. still not sure when. Well, all I know is if it happens, I'll be there. Oh yeah, we'll both be there. Sweet Yeesh. hands in the air, be there. Um, I might play them like I may or may yeah, not no, care. No, I care too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a Splash Woman uh, by Mega Ran. Random. A small time thing got me on the case like I'm Sherlock Holmes. My dome kind of messed up from what I've been saying and what I've been hearing. Got me not knowing what to believe in. I was brazen, battling bosses. The record is flawless. Zero losses till I came across this. Stunning young beast who resided at the bottom of the sea. And she told me her name was Flash Woman. Beautiful but deadly, she was mad cunning. Had a voice that could soothe the savage. Beast of physique was way above average. Magic the way she got me in a spell. Got me on lockdown, sort of like a cell. But I got a mission that I can't afford to fail. But girl, I got a secret to tell. Um, 
I don't know how to say this, so I'ma just say it That you're my favorite Even underwater, I'm enchanted by your fragrance You're nothing to play with Won't you be my baby? Or maybe we can get up out of this land And maybe get a bite somewhere, my dear Even though she knew the truth about Rand I had a feeling she wouldn't understand Yo, I got a chance I thought I was in love before But I love you more So baby, come aboard and go away with me So I can make you see what you mean to me And baby, we can be free Years I get that feeling, feeling like I'm about to hit that ceiling But I can't cause it's time for spice And when I reached the lair and it was time to fight I couldn't do it, punked out like Ashton's victim You started singing and I had to listen It was lovely what you sang, the first came All of a sudden the mission changed, insane She told me about her true purpose She used to save victims that fell through the surface A few days ago the contract expired And she was scheduled to be thrown into the fire And while they gave her a reason to live So now she gotta do what he says Shed a tear and said, you don't understand I gotta stick to the plan, I owe everything to this man So please make a rant, don't take it personal Cause it hurts, I know, I'll make it worse, you know But he saved me, baby, to turn my back on Wilder You'd be just playing crazy You said it's the only way it can end Let the battle begin, man, we can't be friends So my heart sunk slow as the lair door closed Through the mega buster, cause it's time to roll Here we go I thought I was in love before, but I love you more So baby, come aboard and go away with me So I can make you see what you mean to me, and baby, we can be free Oh, oh, under the sea Oh, oh, just you and me So the battle was on and it was fierce She hit me in the side and left the armor pierced On the command, the fishes attacked me I cocked the mega buster and hit him exactly But the battle took a turn that was odd Every time I fired the shots, she didn't dodge She took each blast from the arm cannon Smiled at me as every shot was landing at first I didn't know what she was planning And suddenly I started understanding Yo, I think she letting me win Giving me what I need so I can get to the end By the 17th hit, she began to stagger Fell to the ground, so I ran and grabbed her Looked up in her eyes and she tried to laugh Pulled me close and handed me her staff I said I wish I didn't have to be like this I'm thinking he might miss her if she be my miss She said, don't be foolish, you gotta do this Let the whole city know what the truth is Boy, you got stuff to do I said, girl, I would've gave it all up for you I feel invincible when I'm holding you But as far as love goes, I'm over too I thought I was in love before, but I love you more So baby, come aboard and go away with me So I can make you see what you mean to me And baby, we can be free Flash Woman from Mega Man 9. That was Mega Ran on that track. Whoa. I love seeing him print out dance to a song. <laughs> it just made me sit there and go, I need to be I need to get on his level for lyrical lyrical construction. Yeah, uh, it's he is he is definitely been honing his craft for a long, 
long time and he's so good at what he does like crafting like a whole story around the characters it's really fun so i guess he also doesn't actually just come up with it on the fly and then just say screw it it just works <laughs> i don't i don't need to sit here and compose an actual well, cohesive lyrical chart follow him on facebook on twitter and stuff he does do um a lot of like freestyles and things like that oh no doubt yeah, but yeah. i think i feel like his even his level of freestyle is a level like five yeah. levels above 10 levels above what I'm pulling off. I'm like, hey, I'm hungry. There's a pizza. Gonna get a piece of whipped pepperoni. Gonna top that bad boy with some cheese. Whatever. That's, that's what I got. That's what I do. Oh, jeez. Oh, I love it. I love, I love that stuff, man. Like, I'm telling you, I, maybe I'll release an album. The things I ate last week. That'll be the album <laughs> name, and I'll just compose "Creamy Dill Pickle." The track, no, that's hey, not. Hey, I'll make that that bad boy sing. Don't you tell me. It's not 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 better as a summer jam. I went to work just the other day. Got no. time to go home. No time to play. Was on plate. Ain't no but food because I'm kind of broke. So what you gonna do? Gonna hit the store. Gonna grab a bag. What's gonna be in it? Creamy deal pickle shag. Gonna eat them bad boys. Crunchy crunch. Got no time. Just out of it. Uh, you know I'm gonna put a beat under that later. Don't you um, dare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, for our final track. We brought in, um, I think it's a new track from the Megas. And it, we went we went off script, off Mega Man script because um, oh, this uh, is huge. This is big. This is um, from the is it is the album called the Belmonts? Uh, it's called the Bel. I, I forget what the official name is, but we just call it the Belmonts cassette. Cool. <laughs> oh, I love the cassette. <laughs> All right. So uh, the track you sent us was called Heart of Fire. Do you wanna you wanna uh, get us ready for for the track with any words or? Jump into uh, this is just sort of my this is my favorite track off of our new stuff so I just uh, this was the one when you said any new stuff I said yeah this one awesome <laughs> <laughs> it was the first one that came to mind alright let's dig in this is Heart of Fire from the Megas I'm ready Stop you tonight, your heart 
<laughs> I want this track. This is really good. It brought it brought feelings. This is good. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, we well, thank you. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, that that was something else. Oh, Thanks. Wow. Um, was that was that uh, your voice? Was that was that you singing? Yeah, that's me. Great work, man. No, it's like. He brought a lot of like that kind of like Bowie, like David Bowie's soulfulness. So you got David Bowie. No, too. totally. Yeah, it's great. I love it, and it's such awesome. a great Thank way. You. Yeah, very excited. I was sitting over here like like trying to try to mouth the Rob. I'm like this, this has a this sounds like a sound, <laughs> but I can't quite encapsulate it. And I was like David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the rest of the tracks, like, uh, did you go for like a more like kind of synthy? Um, kind of sound in that way, or, or like kind of like a mash- yeah. I mean, I guess so. It's it's hard to explain because I'm not even sure. I mean, you can hear it, and so it's easier to explain by just you know playing the song. But right. we we definitely like we started wanting to tackle Castlevania songs, and we kept trying to think of how we wanted to do it. And I think the obvious way to do it is just do exactly what we did with the Megas mm-hmm. and kind of just and pump it through that. But it, we I think we me and Eric were just wanting to try some new stuff and itching to I, we thought it was a good excuse to try to shake up the sound a little bit right. and just try some different things and things that i think we always try to sneak into our rock songs a little bit but that um you know we, just trying trying a different angle no i think it's a great it's a great direction especially especially the way it's it's that kind of like that kind of like dark kind of like synth wave sound mixed with the, like the whole like vampire like castlevania imagery Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Was like, yeah, I mean that was that was kind of like where it just made the most sense. It was like, yeah. oh, what, who would who would sing about this band or sing about this story? You know. So <laughs> does that mean you're going to have a a track devoted to the hunchback, hot, the leaping hunchbacks, and the song's going to be about how it just wants someone to hold it, but they just keep no, ripping see, it? <laughs> see, I think that's what we were trying to avoid with these songs is a little less about 
the uh, the personification of each mm-hmm. character and more about sort of the dark themes and the things that are mm-hmm. going on, like the feelings that are, the, you know, going on a little bit more than yeah. the specific, you know, robotic personalities. <laughs> well, I'm going to admit that my favorite level in Castlevania 1 musically is between stage 2, but more so stage 4, definitely mm-hmm. more so stage 4, does... Does that one likely have a shot at getting the Megas treatment? I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, it's. I think it would get a shot. It has a shot at getting the Belmonts treatment for sure. But yes, that's that's what I mean. Like the Belmonts. Like I yeah, think yeah, you guys yeah. weren't changing your name to the Belmonts. They're still gonna be the Megas, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it has to be just so everybody knows where to go to get the music. Yeah. We were thinking about it for a while, and we're like, well. If we change our name, that just confuses everybody. Yo, man, so I, you, if you like the Megas, you heard this band called the Belmonts? They're <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, um, so yeah. kind of the, the way I thought of it was it's a Megas release, but we're releasing Belmonts music. Nah, you know? no, I like it. I I'm like down it a lot. for this. Yeah, I'm super down. Super down. I, I think our, our listeners are going to be super down, too, because... It's like it's like a mix of everything. <laughs> we seriously sound like we're like fifty-two year olds trying to sound hip. This will be a very gnarly <laughs> tune. The fellas. kids are gonna love it. Listen to this. This track's hot, kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for more information on the bonus round part of the show, go to rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have links to um, the band camps, SoundClouds, bios, Facebook pages, everywhere where you can go buy the music and support the artists. Okay, I want to thank you for joining us on episode 12-9 of Rhythm and Pixels, our look at Mega Man music with Josh from the Megas. It's like interesting because we could, honestly, there's so much good Mega Man music that we could do like 90 episodes on the Mega Man, but I am glad <laughs> that for our first full-on classic Mega Man jam session, or Mega Man in general outside of Battle Network, we were able to have Josh on from the Megas to accompany us and just have yeah. a freaking great time. I have to say like, you're with, with the lyrics you've written about like the emotional life of the robots. I feel like we actually have like a Mega Man like expert. Like you actually know these characters like more than anybody. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think I've injected their personalities though. <laughs> but, you know, I put the personalities there. They're just p- pieces of my my mind. Well, yeah, in my lie. brain, it's canon in my brain right now. That's what, that's what I'm about <laughs> to say. I feel like your music from the game scene has become so iconic that. You may well have created their personas. Like, yeah, we had the Mega Man cartoon in the '90s, but no one really remembers that from like the character <laughs> standpoint. It's just how cheesy it was. Right. But as far as characterization goes, you nailed it down for these characters for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Definitely for Robin on. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, the the definitely the history repeating album has a, was a lot of meaning for me. Um, it's my gym music. Um, it's my marathon training music. It's like oh, awesome. I listen to That's it a perfect. lot. It really gets me pumped, and and I really really appreciate that. The megas are rising up, Rocky Sam. All right, yeah, um, that was the point of that album. Thank you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Just really gets me moving. Um, so before we head out of here, do you have anything um, else that you want to plug, or anywhere where you guys are playing next, or or any plans that you want to talk about? Uh, we're we're in the studio right now. We're working mm-hmm. on writing some new stuff. So. 
Eric wants to do our our ten year anniversary is coming up, mm. and Eric's throwing together a big show here on the West Coast, um, possibly somewhere in Silver Lake. So, well, the news to come that'll definitely be posted on our website. You can check it out at themegas.com or our Facebook page. Just search the Megas. Um, I think that's about it. Just working on new music. Hope you guys enjoy the new stuff. I, I think it's going to be very similar to what we just heard. Then, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Honestly, you, you just pretty much just sold a ridiculous number of albums as yeah. far as I'm going to I want this. I want this yesterday. Um, we'll do a Kickstarter so we get the money up front. That'll be perfect. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll support you. <laughs> we will. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and if you want more, um, if you'd like to get in contact with the show and if you want to say hi or if you have a, a topic suggestion or if you're an artist yourself and you want to you get in touch with us, please send us an email. God, I'm tired. <laughs> Rhythm and Pixels <laughs> at Creamy Dill Pickles. No, Rhythm and Pixels at Hotmail.com. Um, and if you want um, more information about the show, a full track listing, um, access to all the episodes and all the other stuff that we're doing, uh, go to the website www.rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com <laughs> that is not the answer I don't know what to do I'm just teasing that's alright um, if you want to get, see us on um, uh, Facebook Twitter Instagram we're on all of the social, social media channels as Rhythm and Pixels all one word usually um, go to uh, youtube.com and search Rhythm and Pixels Radio we have a 24-7 radio station of nothing but 8-bit and 16-bit music curated by us and some other podcasts such as the VGM Jukebox the Forever Sound Version and Pixel Tunes Radio. Um, and then we also have a Patreon page. If, if you like the show and you want to support us, the best thing you can do is just share it with your friends. But if you'd like to go the extra mile and send us a little money our way, it's always appreciated. It's patreon.com slash rhythm and pixels. Um, we'd like to thank all of our Patreon subscribers at the end of the show. I'm going to thank Alex the Messenger, um, new patron Brian Kunkel, Carlos, Morton Gangso, Henrik Anderson, Michael Bridgewater of the Forever Sound Version podcast, Brian Pitt, Chris Murray. I'm yeah. going to do that every time now. <laughs> and David Smith. Thank you all so much for your continued support. Um, and we love you guys. It's 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 been really great knowing that you're there for us. Yes, both yeah. both here <laughs> and just in general. Like you guys are a blast to chat with online yeah. and on the on the website and with the podcast fans group and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, um, also, I gotta admit, I really hope no one listens to this episode to get our URL. <laughs> I listened to your show and I tried the URL; it didn't work. You find us on on Apple Podcasts. We're there every week. It's cool. Um, no biggie. Uh, that's it. This has been the Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. Uh, thank you again, Josh, for being on the show. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Cool. My name is Rob Nichols. I'm Pernell. Um, and have a great week. And remember. Yeah, this is going to be a weird one, but yeah. Honestly, money is tight for a lot of people. Time is tight for a lot of people. And I know one of the massive cutbacks for that as an adult is the doctor. Because screw that noise, right? Well, I'm going to tell you. Get your butt to the doctor. Just go. Just get in there. Take the hits where they come and just move on. <laughs> because it's just going to wait for you. <laughs> Until you go. So uh, just just be proactive. Go to the doctor. Go to your dentist. And take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. It's take, worth it. Take your lumps and get that lump checked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes.